1: This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioca.
2: Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioca and we are live here in Houston, Texas, talking about retirement, savings and investments in building up wealth. That's what the Max Out saving Show is all about. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. To save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And, it, 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 you know, I see so many different things out there about people really don't understand retirement. They don't understand uh you know, how much their savings rate, the number of people that have less than $10,000 in savings is about, I've seen some cases up to 40% of the people. Uh, and it's just, it, it's not that hard to build a good solid retirement. You just have to put away the money in your 401k plan, put away 10, 50, really should be 10% plus a company match is what our minimum is for everybody. And, uh, and really uh Just let it go on its own and 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 if you're not there uh you know you have to start putting away more money, particularly in your fifties. You really start have to ramping it up uh we We've talked a lot about the show that just really shifted about five years due to longer lifetime later retirement and really uh that tremendous expense of educating children so So for college that that it's really delayed retirement savings for a lot of people. But you still have to kind of really ramp that up and hit it hard the closer you are to retirement. So if you're not there, you know, you know, make the decision to sit there and and, and cut the expenses and and start building up for retirement. And it's it's not easy, but it has to be done. It's uh, you know, I I saw a thing. What was it? uh, uh, You know, I think it was in. So some of the uh, the numbers I have seen on retirement have just been just pretty remarkable overall. Uh, the uh, about retirement in general, I it's I came across there was a couple studies that people you know they don't really even understand how how to save and how to build up wealth. And I gotta tell you, after being in the doing this for you know close to thirty years. Uh, God, that's a long time. Uh, But, uh, you know, you really start to understand, uh, you know, you, you, you would think that people come in that with big savings, well, they must be much smarter than everybody else. They must be yeah you know, they, they they really they they've just hit you know they got into Apple computer at the bottom on the initial offering or whatever it typically it really uh, more than anything else, it comes down to their savings rate and 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 then they just put away the money into their savings plan and, and they and they build up that wealth over time and it, it, and i I really think we're getting a more and more on the cusp of big changes uh you know for retirement planning for retirement in general. Uh, inflation really peaked in the 1980s, and since then it's been a 30-year uh, bull market in bonds, a 30-year declining interest rates, 30 years of declining inflation, bottoming in 2016, where I think the 10-year uh, uh, Treasury bond went down to about 1.35 at the time. Right around that time, within a month or two, we really thought that and said this was the end of the bull market at the time. And, the, and the, it it really wasn't rocket science to figure that out. I mean, we were at five thousand year lows, and, and the reason that we were at five thousand year lows is because we really didn't have any research going back much much past that time for interest rates, uh, and, and and so it might have been the lowest his, interest rates in the history of the entire world. It, 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 and so uh, you had countries with negative interest rates. A lot of people listening don't realize that in, in Europe to this day, the uh, German bonds are negative for shorter term rates, and a lot of the a lot of the rates across Europe were negative. Which means if you put a hundred thousand dollars in the bank for a year over there, or bought a government bond, you get back ninety nine thousand eight hundred dollars or ninety nine thousand five hundred dollars at the end of it. It wasn't such a good deal. Uh, it, it, and so, so that's it, it's coming to an end, <clears throat> and we're starting to see. Since then, after we said it was the end of the bottom bull market, we've seen rates start to move up. Right now, interest rates in the ten year are about uh, two two point nine percent. It's we're really starting to see rates come up, and and you know we're I I, I think we're going to continue to see something like that going forward. I I, I you know the economy is looking good. And so we'll just have to kind of kind of watch and see. By the way, uh, the Max Out Saving Show is a live show here in Houston, Texas. Uh, and our uh, telephone number, if you want to call in, is 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show. Uh, you can also listen live by going to the website, uh, or Max Out Saving. Well, actually go to 1070-1070. Uh, uh, KNTH 1070. Google that, and they'll get you to the website. And you can listen live anywhere in the world, and we do have listeners all over the world now. We've had people call in from Europe in the past, and so we've got we've got a big following out there that listen to the show. And you know, you can catch the podcast there too. We've got the the most recent podcast. Uh, last week we had a great uh, interview with. Uh, Nomi Prins, or uh, her book *Collusion*: How Central Bankers Rigged the World, uh, the phenomenal book on on what the central bankers have done in the last decade and how they've all colluded together to try to prop up the world's economies and, and run up asset prices, and and uh, really hasn't been a very successful at all. But but uh, Nomi did a wonderful job, uh, you know, detailing how that's done in the interview. So go to the website. Uh ten seventy K N T H and Google it in and we don't have where's the website here? Why don't we have the website, Ryan? It's not there. <laughs> you know, they've got ten seventy the answer, intelligent and conservative and stuff, but we'll have to work on that. But uh anyway, uh back to this. Uh so uh so so that that's kind of uh you know a couple things, but really starting to see this trend, starting to think see things happen, and it's changing retirement to some extent. It was really interesting. They they actually asked one of the questions. They actually asked was uh, where was it here? Uh, the Chinese people seem to be pretty optimistic. Their philosophy is twenty. They asked the question: Is will you have a? Uh, do you see robots uh, helping you? Keep company in retirement, and 32% said that uh, the uh, they expect to the help with chores. Okay. And- but twenty percent of the Chinese workers envisioned the robot keeping them company in retirement. It'd be like your pet robot, like my dog Rover, and you know it would be following you around and stuff. And but twenty, the, interestingly, the United, the Americans are a little more suspicious of robots. So the, only about six percent of them said that they thought the robot would be the companion for at retirement. So uh, the. Uh, forty two percent here it is forty two percent of the americans in uh are facing uh, retirement with ten thousand dollars in savings and that's just not good enough uh the uh, really the, the out of power, I've, I've seen some numbers as high as of about, i want to say two hundred and forty two hundred fifty thousand dollars approximately is actually the number I think it was fidelity had what it was going to cost you just for retirement. For healthcare, just for healthcare, you don't have to pay that all at once, but that's over time. Uh, it, it, it's going to be there, and and this is one of the reasons why we have spoken so much on the show. And one of the things we're really working with our clients on is to do more and more retire uh, in retirement, and exercise, eat well, because it, it, it's it's going to give you a better lifestyle, it's going to give you a longer life, and you'll be happier. And then since since if you if you exercise. Moderately, I might add. If you know, don't come to me if you're running triathlons and you know your your, your body's broken down and you have high expenses. But if if you're moderately moderately exercising, uh, you you should be healthier, which will get less health care costs, which puts more money in your pocket. And and so I think one of the real things we've been working with our clients on is really discussing and in, in trying to you know explain hey the importance of exercise. Eating right for retirement for a better retirement a healthier retirement a more low cost retirement so and there's a lot of real progress being made along these lines about what to eat and different things like that and 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 so uh, so when you're if you're retired, pay attention to not just to your retirement not to your lifestyle but also to what you're eating in 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 exercising and and so uh that that's i i think the exercise is so important so those are just some of the things that are happening here uh with retirement the the i i think we're we're continuing to see you know this debate on on retirement i i, I came across a study uh just a story here this weekend and and they're talking about retirement, and we've said four percent. We tell people four, four and a half percent. And and the research was done back in in the eighties and nineties on this by William Bingen. and and he moved it up in two thousand six to four and a half percent is what you can take off for retirement. Uh, so that's kind of a number. So if like, well, how much can I take off for retirement? Uh, look, I mean, a, a quick way to do that is just figure four, maybe four and a half percent on whatever you have and then and that'll give you kind of a present value type of thing and 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 you know it give you a rough idea and you want to grow your assets over time but but the the one thing that research this is the important thing that should grow over time so the that number should go up over time and, and this is something that that's important that a lot of people don't understand and this is very important because what we really think is starting to happen is is we really think we're starting to make the trend to more inflation. We've talked on the show a lot this year. We've written about it in the Max Out Savings Report. By the way, if you're not on the Max Out Savings report list, you've got to be on the list. We've got thousands of people that are on the list now that get the free report. We don't bother you. We're not going to call you up or anything. We send out the report once a month. And uh, and pretty much that's it. It's a private list go just go to the website maxoutsavings.com sign up for the free report but we we write in there that we're seeing more inflation one of the big trends right now uh you know that we call them the four uh, horsemen of the apocalypse for the stock market because they're just really not the best which is rising uh dollar rising oil prices rising interest rates and rising inflation those are all not real good uh for the for the markets, but rising inflation is something we're going to see more and more of out there. And and I think going forward for retirement for the next twenty years, I really think you're going to have to plan for inflation. I, it, the inflation really hasn't been there. Uh, it, and we're we're going to see the inflation for a couple reasons. One of them is is too many costs have been held down over the years, and now we've pretty much wrung all the 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 uh, fat out of the system, so to speak. So it's harder and harder to cut expenses, cut costs, cut the price of things. Workers are tight. Commodity prices are going up. Oil prices are going up. Wages are constrained. Working is going up. Hiring is going up. Wages are going up, which is really exciting. We're moving from a financial economy engineered by the Federal Reserve with a Push up asset prices in the stock market and assume everyone 's going to get rich and the economy's going to accelerate to a, to a different philosophy which is look. Let's cut taxes. Let's reduce regulation. Let's get people working. Let's make it easy for people to build businesses it, and, and, and then get the economy going. And then the third part of that is is we want to make it so the United States is the best place in the world to do business. And if countries are cheating like China and stealing technology and, and putting in tariffs and all types of things, we're going to force them to stop that because we want the jobs – in the United States, we've gone through 25 years of taking jobs in factories out of the United States and it's hollowed out the center of the country. And so that's starting to change. So the economy's picking up, inflation is picking up. And so, and then you have all this money that the Fed has pumped into the world and that's starting to come down to the real economy as well. And this is all gonna be inflationary. Interest rates, are, if you're the Federal Reserve, if you're looking at, the, at we 3.8% unemployment rate, you can't have interest rates at one and a half, one and three quarters percent. They're going to have to be higher to try to slow down the economy. The Fed's worried they're going to have to raise rates. Inflation is coming back to the system and wages prices are going up. Everything's going up. So we need to start planning over the long term for inflation. We'll tell you the second reason why right after this and the quick break on the Max Out Savings Show.
1: If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back.
2: This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. We always used to start the show with Streets Have No Tame by U2 years ago. Uh, The savings, investments, uh, inflation. And we talked about commodity prices going up, the end of a trend of of lower commodity prices, uh, lower manufacturing costs, lower wages. Keep in mind, over the last 25 years... Corporate America has shifted massive, massive amounts of production overseas, manufacturing overseas, and and so what's happened is is workers haven't been able to get raises. That's starting to change, and there's also a shortage of workers in the U.S. And uh, you know, uh, uh, Germany's in hot water right now at the United States, and. Donald Trump said he wanted to stop German cars from coming to the country. One of the things that 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 Germany did was is Germany's no friend to anybody. You know, they've screwed over the Italians ten times worse than they have us and, and the Greeks and the Spanish and everything else. They've not put their factories there. They have tried to keep everything in Germany, and uh, and then they for the factories for for uh, North and South America they put a lot of them in Mexico. And so rather than you know, putting them in the United States, they put them down there, which irritated Donald Trump. And so he's going to start pressuring these people to start putting their factories there, which is going to be more jobs for American workers, more raises because there's there's shortage of workers. So we're going to start seeing wages go up, which is inflationary. Things are going to cost a little more, which is inflationary. Commodities are going up, which is inflationary interest rates are going up, which is inflationary. Now, that sounds, well, simple, but that's a revolution. That's a very controversial concept. A lot of people, economists will tell you interest rates don't make a difference. But if I have if I have plant equipment and I'm, have, I'm having to pay pay my workers, I'm having to pay for gasoline, I'm having to pay for commodities, I'm having to pay for, and the prices are going up. Oh, no, this is, but if the price of my money goes up, how is that not inflationary? So all of this is starting to become more inflationary. When the Fed took interest rates to zero it was very def- it, it was deflationary now it was good for the the stock market so they thought it would but but it, it wasn't so getting back to where we were here is inflation's her back but the second reason inflation is go up is because the united states cannot afford all these entitlements we have if our economy doesn't grow if wages don't don't grow if we don't see more inflation, we can't afford to pay Social Security, Medicaid, Medicaid, the disability, uh, all these pensions and everything else out there that, that the government has saddled the, the American people with, uh, it, it, these entitlement programs and health care. And, and so we need to grow the economy and we need more inflation in the economy. All these programs were kind of predicated at in inflation going up. We have something that the, the CPI has been kind of chained down by something called hedonic adjustments. And what that is, that's a very fancy term for trying to figure out ways to keep the inflation number low, because if inflation goes up, the number goes up, they increase what you get paid in Social Security. They in A lot of co, uh, cost of living allowances go up, uh, rents go up. They're all based on CPI or COLA or various types of things, PPI. And so they kind of chained it down. An example of this would be every year I got to buy every couple of years I go buy a computer. For the last twenty years it seems like the computer's eight hundred or a thousand bucks, depending on how unless I get an apple, then it's much more. But but every year it's about let's say nine hundred dollars on the average. Every year for like twenty years. But the computer's gotten more powerful every year, so I'm getting a more powerful computer. Well, what the government said is, is hey, look, Ted, your computers actually it's becoming more powerful. And so you're actually paying less for the computer because it's more powerful. So the cost of computing is going down. I'm like, wait a minute, it's still costing me $900 a year. What do you mean? Well, that's what, what we're dealing with, with hedonic adjustments. So we've artificially kept inflation down. Inflation was never 1%. It always kept going up. Ask anyone that goes shops at a grocery store, uh, they'll tell you that. Anyone that balances the budget for the home They'll tell you inflation is going up. I mean if they just roll their eyes when you say one and a half percent inflation but but now all of this is starting to come in a, a, a study that uh one of the the fed reports last couple we- uh this week came out in one of the things they said was companies are now uh waiving drug testing uh for employees and they're hiring people with criminal records and This is because they can't get workers. And so they're trying to go down. They're saying, okay, we'll accept this. We'll overlook a few things here because we just really need workers. And so this is the sign of a very hot economy. This is the sign of an an inflationary economy. 3.8% is some of the low. It's been decades since we've seen 3.8% unemployment. We had some numbers this week came out, jobless numbers, 233. Two hundred twenty-three thousand new jobs out there. The unemployment rate fell from three point eight, from three point nine to three point eight percent. Record unemployment, record low unemployment for African Americans. Record low unemployment for Hispanic people. Uh, for women, uh, lots of these numbers are phenomenally. Uh, it was, I think, a decade or so for women. Phenomenally good numbers for growth for employment, for jobs. And and Donald Trump is genuinely turning the economy around, but it's going to be a little more inflationary. So you're going to have to plan over the long term for inflation, because we know the Fed is going to continue to flood the world with money, even though they're trying to ramp down the quantitative easing. Now that money's going to have to go somewhere. So it's going to be inflationary. So for the next 10 or 20 years, we're going to probably... I think you got a 20 year inflation cycle and I, and I think it's going to really start accelerating here in the next couple of years and so you have to start planning for that. But in the interim things are getting better and and we're starting to see some things happen. These these numbers that came out this week were phenomenal. I mean 2, 3.8% unemployment. Uh the the uh the, the last time this happened was was 2000 it was 2000, nearly 20 years ago. In uh And so these are really good rates. And and interestingly enough, uh, back then, the 10-year was at 6.57%. And right now it's about three, it's just under 3%. And and so why this is important is this tells you the Fed is most likely behind the curve. And uh, they, they really, they're starting to raise rates. And at the beginning of the week, there's some problems in Europe, which we'll discuss later in the show. And, and so the rates started falling. And, and, and they said the Fed wasn't going to raise rates three times. Well, the, the Fed is looking this and they're going, this economy's accelerating. We got 3.8. They're going to have to raise rates. Does anybody really think raising rates from 1.5 to one three quarters where it is now to 2% here shortly is going to slow down this economy? Absolutely not. When they used to do this, they would raise rates from three to five percent. These guys are still at one and three-quarters percent, and that's not going to slow this economy down. This is what people don't understand out there. The, the uh, individuals in the United States don't have a tremendous amount of debt outside of student loans for young people. And, and so they're not going to be that affected. In you could say I'll give you an example. Interest rates have gone up over a hundred percent in the last two years. You, you go, oh, Ted, this is going to slow the economy down. No, they're at one point three percent now. They're at two point nine percent. That's such a low number. Nobody, it's not in the scheme of things. It's not that much unless you're an over-levered corporation, it, it, and so the, the, they're going to have to continue to raise rates to slow to get this economy down. Uh, there's something the, the over the last couple of years the. the 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 Federal Reserve aid group uh, that has best called the economy over the last ten years or so has been a group a number called the G- Atlanta GDP Now number, which is what they forecast. It's a forecasting number, and they say this this is what we think the economy is growing at. And it's been pretty reason, It's been more accurate than the rest of them. That number. Guess what that number is saying right now? Four point eight percent. That's a monster growth number. At 4.8%, it went up from 4.7%. It just came out today, I think, uh, 4.8% growth. I don't think we're growing up 4.8%, but if we can get 3.5% growth, that's great. We just went through the lowest—we went through a decade of the lowest increases in GDP since the Depression, the Great Depression. Do you realize under under, uh, Obama, I I think we never saw a 3% growth rate for a year during his— two terms, the first time since the depression that ever happened. And so we're finally starting to get some growth. But this is going to be inflationary, and this means interest rates are going up. This means people are getting jobs. This is—this means they're getting raises. This is exciting. This is the real economy. This is something we've not talked about in a decade or more, the real economy. We're talking about opening factories up. We're talking about putting in new, new plant and equipment. We're talking about hiring people. It... In the last decade, we spent an entire decade listening to the Federal Reserve talk about how, how high stock prices were and wasn't that great. and it, it was a miserable failure for working people in the United States of America. So we're making a transition from the financial economy where Wall Street makes a fortune to the real economy, and this is good. But what you have to understand on this is higher interest rates, higher inflation, higher dollar in uh, higher oil prices and commodity prices aren 't good for the stock market they 're good for the economy it 's two separate things and, and so now we 're in this transition period so although things are looking very good out there uh understand that 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 it 's going to put a cap on the market and and the market 's going to run into some problems so we 're making this transition so what you want to start moving your portfolio to more an inflationary buy a situation because that's what we're going to see in the future. even if the economy slows down and there's another financial problem, we all know they're going to flood the world with money, which is going to be more inflationary. So, and they can no longer ship the plant and the job. It's overseas, which is deflationary because the the Trump administration is not going to tolerate. So you're going to see more, a tighter economy and higher inflation. And you want to start making the transition to more an inflationary world. Tell us, if you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call to 713-339-1070. That's what Paul did. Hello, Paul. How are you doing? Paul? Is Paul there? Is it up enough? Paul, are you there? To put Paul on hold, see if we can get Paul on there. Okay. Yeah, Paul, we can't hear you. Can you give us a call back in uh, 713-339-1070? This is a live show, as you can see. Uh, so uh, oh, there it is. Hello? Oh, I don't know what happened. Huh. Okay, Paul, give us a call back, 713-339-1070. The, uh, so what we're seeing, did, what, did you see what he wanted to talk about? Or Okay. Okay, the so what we so I think we're seeing more of a shift to in more an inflationary environment down the way, and so this is something we want to continue to watch, continue to study. Rates are going up, CD prices are going up, and uh, and, and so we're starting to see it, it's not too hard to get a two percent on a CD for a year or year and a half or so, which which isn't great, but it beats the heck out of zero which is where we've been. And so savers are now starting to get compensated for their money again for the first time in a long time. And so this is something we want to keep watching, but you're starting to see these policies that we put in place start to really pay off over the long run for the U.S. economy, and it's 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 really pretty exciting. So we'll see. Hey, Paul, are you there? I think Paul's back.
0: Ted, I don't know if you can hear me. Oh, yeah, you're
2: you're good, you're good. I have a question
0: about Deutsche Bank and their derivatives. Yes, and okay. I don't know if these stable value funds with these brokerage firms, if they have derivatives in them, or or how derivatives, if it affects stable value funds at all. And I was hoping to get your answer on that. I'm going to hang up and listen. Paul, that's,
2: yeah, that's a great question. I, I don't think I could ask a better question today. Uh, uh, there's so much in that question. Uh, the Okay, Deutsche Bank, has some problems, and and this week the market really ran into some problems, and and I really tried to trace it back a little bit, and and Italy ran into some problems, and and all of a sudden Monday or so, the interest rates, or actually it was actually late last week, all of a sudden rates started falling on the 10-year which means somebody's buying bonds, and they're buying a lot of bonds, and the, and it started. It went. It was about three point one one or something. It had plunged down to th- two point seven and something, came back up. Something was going on, and and then the Italian issue came out. But the more I looked at it, the more I studied it. I don't. I don't. It looked like the problem came out of Deutsche Bank, and there was rumors this week that because we did a lot of work on this this week, and that that the Federal Reserve put. The uh, the uh, Deutsche Bank's U.S. subsidiary kind of on like, hey, this is could be susceptible, so keep an eye on it, and it leaked out somehow. And th- this sort of tells me that Deutsche Bank – really, I think Deutsche Bank has some type of problems out there. Uh, clearly, the stock has plunged this week. Uh, went under ten dollars in in uh, that the bank is in trouble. The, you know the, the, they're rumored to have a lot of Italian debt. There are potential derivatives which could blow up at Deutsche Bank, and that's a real concern. Uh, and, and, and so I think, uh, as much as it, Italy was a problem, I think Deutsche Bank might have been the problem. And the reason I say that is is. The way that ten years started falling, somebody was running for the hills with a lot of big money, in you know, uh, in putting and trying to put somewhere safe. And, and when the market, it, it wasn't when the market sold off because it really didn't make sense the way it dropped off. In the in these in these numbers are inflationary coming out of the United States, and that ten years should have been going up. So somebody thinks they know something. They thought they knew it, and I'm not. They thought they knew it last week when this thing really started, and it seems to be a problem at Deutsche Bank now. How does that affect money markets? I'll tell you what. We're coming up here. Let's take a quick break, and we're going to expand about that. This is a great question on a, on a number of different levels I'm going to come back and talk about. Uh, so we'll be right back. If you got any questions or comments here in the Max Out Savings Show, 713-339-1070. I've been-
1: The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioca now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show.
2: This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up
1: South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think
3: hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070. The answer... We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioca.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call 713-339-1070. By the way, if you're not on the uh, Max Out Savings Report list, go to the website, sign up for the free report. We just sent out a report the other day. Uh, if you didn't get it uh, last week... Uh, just go to the website, you can sign up and uh, we we talk we have some interesting charts, including a chart showing the pollution levels around the rest of the world are much worse than the United States, looking at particulate, really fascinating. We also talk about stock buybacks, higher oil prices, and really talk about the four horsemen of the apocalypse that threaten the stock market and and plus we talk some about savings too in in, in making sure your your debts are set for higher inflation the maxoutsavings.com with an s you can and you also sign up for a f- free uh, appointment and sit down with me and I'll go over take a look and see how you're set for retirement so go to the website maxoutsavings.com i, I uh, 512 new media design this is our new website if you haven't seen it, it sam did a wonderful job uh, putting this thing together for us and uh, you know and so if you haven't seen the website go to maxoutsavings.com and take a look at it the Question was about Deutsche Bank, which ran into some problems last week. In, and it, it really sold oh, this week, and it really sold off. And you know, we in, in our own research that we've been doing, we've been really trying to track down what dropped the the treasury rate as much as it did. It it really didn't affect the market here, but it, it caused chaos around the world elsewhere. It, it and, and really, it appears to have been the. Uh, it was Italy. Everyone says it was Italy, but I think it was. Uh, I think it was also the uh I think it was also the cha- just checking something on my phone here as I uh it was also the the Deutsche Bank. Now the 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 caller asked uh he said what well, what about the the money markets. Back in 2016 uh we it came to our attention that the money markets particularly at Fidelity which we were at at the time uh and right now we're at TD Ameritrade. Uh, had forty percent of their over forty percent of their assets were in European uh, short-term money market, uh, short-term debt, and and we saw that Europe was having problems, and we re- immediately moved, sold our client's Fidelity money market fund, and moved into the into the tax-free money market and the Treasury money market to protect the client's assets, and because if there was going to be a failure in Europe, it could cause a cascading effect. Where our clients could have lost five or ten percent of their money market value, you know i I think that was a reasonable number uh they wouldn't have lost the forty percent, but they could have had big losses and, and as a result of that, they passed some laws to try to stabilize because some of the money markets were in danger of of breaking the dollar because most of it's just price at a dollar so nowadays money markets are very short they tend to be three months uh 30 60 90 days or less really it's much shorter term 30 60 days most of the paper in there so it's very short term paper in there so it's less likely to go down so to answer frank's question it was a Paul's question is it's it's much the the money markets are much safer than they were now uh, the I haven't checked the latest amount of debt. They really rained back shortly after that came out. Within two or three months, they rained back that debt quite a bit. And this is something we want to watch. I think for now, the money markets are safe. But we're going this is something we're going to keep an eye on. Now, the bad news about that was since they m- moved it short term, we're dealing with much lower interest rates and money markets aren't paying anything. And so we've been working on that. We're making some adjustments to our portfolios to improve the returns. But, but because... They really, they really made it so the 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 consumer money markets that most people get are much much safer. And so I think you should be okay for now. Listen to the show, Paul. Get uh, we're going if there's we see a problem, we're gonna write about it immediately in the max out savings report as well. And there was a very severe problem in 2011 that we 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 got through. The Fed really pumped in massive m- amounts of money to try to stabilize Europe at the time. Europe appears to be in trouble, and and this is something. It, it it's not just it it's not just the uh it's not just Italy it, it it appears to be the the Deutsche Bank as well the Italians are forming a new government kind of want to pull out of the euro and i think what i i, I think what's happening is people are worried the euro is going to break up and if that happens germany is on the hook for a lot of bad debt particularly in 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 europe and so this is something particularly in in italy and so I, I think we're on the cusp of, of eventually there's going to be big problems in Europe. And, and so they don't have the growth. They don't have the, the – the, the they they just have had no growth over there. And, and they have negative interest rates and it's done them no good, which is shows that interest rates don't work. Uh, interestingly, I saw a study that the Italians actually have a higher per capita wealth than the Germans. I'm going to repeat that just because it sounds so – preposterous but it's true the 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 Italians have a higher per capita wealth than the Germans they're more frugal so I mean go figure that one out but uh but there is a clearly a problem in Europe right now I don't think it's over with yet uh the 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 Brits want to get out of the out of the uh the EU and 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 the problem is it it, it, the EU they made a mistake with the 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 Bureaucrats in Brussels telling everybody what to do, and and, and it's causing a lot of resentment around, and people, and then, then they. The other thing is they let unlimited immigrants and they've got millions of immigrants pouring into these countries and people can't get jobs because there's too many workers. And so it's hurting them. And the third thing is Germany really, rather than sitting there and expanding and moving their factories to southern Europe to try to you know, take advantage of the cheap labor down there and build the European model, what the Germans did is, they said, look, we're going to import all these people from all over the world to cut our wage costs in Germany. Well, it, was, it worked for Germany. It was very selfish for them. But but Europe, uh but Italy, Greece and Spain and even France to a lesser extent have had no growth. And so the Europe is in Europe is in real trouble. And this is something we want to watch. I don't think the Italian problem is over yet. Uh, The way that 10-year came in telegraphed that there's a real problem coming out of Europe. And this is something that we want to continue to watch closely here. I know the market did really well at the end of the week and kind of ignored it. But when you see a plunge on something like we we saw with the 10-year, that's telegraphing a problem. And somebody thinks they know something. And and this is something that uh, we really want to kind of keep an eye on uh, to – to see. But if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here. 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show. We'll get your questions answered. I was trying to see. I think somewhere I actually had a chart of the 10-year here I was going to pull up to talk about today. and um, the, But but really, so, so it's really what we're seeing right now is the dollar is going up, the interest rates are going up. Commodities are going up. Oil's going up. Had a little correction this week. And, 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 and again, inflationary. Uh, and I think I think we're moving toward that thing. Gold hasn't made much move. I get a lot of questions on gold. We have it in the portfolio. Uh, one interesting thing: the dollar has gone has really gone up quite a bit. And and what that should have done is that should have really slowed down the uh, that should have really slowed down gold. And gold really hasn't dropped off that much with the moving dollar. And that's telling you that there's real inflationary pressure starting to hit the market. So I think between the inflation between Europe, I think you have to be very cautious in here. And I, I saw a little study here that if 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 you come up in retirement and you've got a million dollars and they used uh, a 3% annual return for a retiree and he withdraws 5% a year, i uh, be... I'm not sure those numbers are correct, but they, they they did the scenario, and they and they the money lasted for 30 years. But then what they did is they said, "Well, look, let's say there was two 15 percent declines in the market." So they ran that th- that study out, and if the two 15 percent declines happened in the last two years, you still had enough money for retirement. Now here's the important thing. If the the two fifteen percent declines, market decline 15% one year and then 15% the next year, if those two happened the first two years of your retirement, earlier in your retirement, you ran out of money in, in pretty much uh, around 22 years or so, 22, 23 years. And this shows you the devastation that that a big drop, in the stock market will do to your portfolio, to your retirement. And this is why it's so important to have risk management programs in place to protect your assets, because if you get a big drawdown, keep in mind in 2009, the S&P 500, people forget about this, went down 50, 57% at one time. That'll wipe out your retirement. That will destroy your retirement. So if you don't have risk management programs in place to deal with that type of stuff, you're going to be in big trouble. And this is there's a lot of people out there in in Index funds and different things, we just brought in a a portfolio, you know, in in one index fund after another, um, you know, this index fund, that index fund, overseas index fund. You know bond index fund, and you know we looked at it they had way too much equity and if this market had a big sell off and the and the client actually was where this one were drawing down pretty quickly for some specialized situations and and they would client would have been really in tr- trouble with it with it with the substantial correction in the market it would have, it could have endangered their retirement and actually this was paying for some special health care costs they could have they could have run out of money just because poorly planned so understand in this world today of in, of increasing risk. Be it stock market risk, be it inflation risk, which are, you have to protect your assets. And and if you get those two fifteen percent things, you're in trouble. And so, this is something we want we want to watch. Here's the chart on the ten year, and really it is. It, it, we're at three point one five on the ten year, and within basically one two three four about within five or six days, it went down to two point seven five, which is really a big drop. And Again, that's telegraphing some type of problem. And if you look at the drop, it really started Thursday or so a week ago, a week ago Thursday. Well, the Italian thing wasn't quite in the picture yet. Something was clearly going on over there. And then all of a sudden uh, over the weekend, last weekend there's, or le- early this week, there's problems at Deutsche Bank and Deutsche Bank starts plunging. That I think is as a as caller astutely pointed out, I think could be the problem. uh This is a massive bank, it's probably going to have to eventually be bailed out by the German government and 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 so we'll kind of have to watch and see what what happens there but But a lot of things are happening, a lot of things are starting to really percolate out there. The market's very expensive. Can it make another big run up? Yeah, maybe. But it, it it looks you know really looks like it make one more run but but the big money appears to be starting to scale out of the market it, you really there seems to be real selling coming into this thing we, we've seen a lot of of companies with good news and they pop up in the morning and then they start selling down that's big in, that, that's big liquidation by institutions someone is raising cash and someone's getting more cautious in this market and and that, that's what I think you have to do because again you don't want to have those Two fifteen percent declines, and so you ended up running out of money at retirement. So, if by the way, if you need some help with all this stuff, there's a couple ways you can get it. We have our Max Out Savings report, which we send out once a month. It's a free newsletter. We've got thousands of people on our list, and uh just go to our website, MaxOutSavings dot com. Max Out Savings with an S, and sign up for the free report. Just say, Ted, please put me on the list. I'll put you on the list. And uh, that's it. It, it. It's simple as that. And once a month, you, you'll you get the free report. And you can also, if you need help with your retirement, if you're not sure where to go, uh, you can also request an appointment. And I'll sit down with you personally and uh, in, in go over your situation. We've been pretty busy here. Uh, but uh, we can get you in and, and show you what we're doing and how our strategy is to protect the assets and risk management. So if if you need some help, go to the website. We'll also take a look at the fees. We're we're seeing more and more portfolios that just really have very high fees in them. And uh, if you know if, if they have mutual funds in there, and then they have big fees on top of them, and then there's fees on top of that. It's surprising. Some of these people can be paying three percent in fees, which is just ridiculous. So we'll take a look at that for you as well. So if you need some help, go to our website. It's MaxOutSavings dot com and. Uh, as I said, I think to kind of recap the show, I think what we're really looking at, we're, I think we're, you want to start transitioning the portfolio. We're in a process of transitioning the portfolios for more inflation. We're not going to have huge inflation two months from now. Inflation is something that kind of keeps going. We had 30 years of it, of deflation effectively, you know, declining inflation. It wasn't deflation. It was declining inflation. But I think we're starting to the point where it's going to go up. The government can't afford all these entitlement programs, Social Security, health care, uh, the disability, all this stuff. They can't afford it. And so they need to have inflation. And if they don't get it, these programs are really going to be in trouble. So I think you have to start protecting yourself in your retirement because understand you have 30 years. You know, people retire at 30 years. They work 30 years. They retire. They got thir- a, a married couple's got a good chance that one of them has another 30 years to live after retirement. You need the assets. So anyway, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. I hope everyone has a a great weekend. And remember our philosophy and our motto, which should be your philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That should be your philosophy. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show.